DJ Them Jeans. How are you? Thursday afternoon in LA. The sun is out. What's the vibe in Glendale? I just finished playing tennis. Beautiful. Beautiful day for tennis. I was getting some warmth from the sun. My body felt mm. confused to feel warmth. My my bottle of Palms tennis water, my little mm. Nalginet. Yeah, that's 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 kid size. By the end of the game, the water was a little warm from the from the sun. Oh, baby, it's summer again in LA. Is what it sounds like to me. Jason. Summertime is definitely here. We back to business, which is good because my Nest thermostat is acting up, so the heater hasn't really been working today. Oh, thank God I don't need it. You got two dogs and a Nest. You really are a bitch. I tell you what, man, that's rough stuff. Come on, dude. Joe Rogan has two dogs, and he probably has like <laughs> on, seven dude. Nest cams. Nest cams. Come Nest on, thermostats. Come on, dude. No, Joe Rogan has a security guard like a normal person i don't i ain't i'm gonna skip nest cams and go straight to two security guards that's my goal yeah you there's he probably doesn't have any video surveillance whatsoever that's where you're that's where you're going with chris no i'm gonna say as video surveillance but i'm gonna assume that that mr joe has uh, uh something more sophisticated than the uh millennial pink version of a surveillance camera that you can buy on amazon <laughs> I'm just going to... No, I'm saying I think Nest works... I'm sure Nest works great, and I'm sure it protects your house and lets you know when all of your um, <laughs> packages packages from your influencer clients land so you can get the shot. Look, but the jealousy but I, coming <laughs> off of you, the jealousy coming out of your ears is dark. You want to manage your Nest cam so fucking bad. I have a... I do... You know, the only thing I manage on my Apple iPhone is my Spectrum Wi-Fi because you can restart that the, the modem or the router from the app. No way. I, I, that I didn't know. It's pretty lit, bro. Let me tell you all about it. This podcast is brought to you by Spectrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys like cable, right? Mm. Um, but no, it, it's it's pretty. So if there's if the Wi-Fi is is acting up, mm-hmm. I can just I can just go onto my Apple iPhone, head into the into the excellent Spectrum app, click around, and and then the modem restarts automatically. Fuck me sideways. It's crazy, bro. It's 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 honestly it's crazier than Kanye West fucking uh, Julia Fox. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down. Let's save that for later, okay? <laughs> We don't want we don't want the steak to come out before the the salad, Chris. I know, I know. The table side Caesar is still being made. Table side Caesar is still being hand spun. I I mean, I was going to do 15 minutes on Comcast, but I guess I guess we can move on. I mean, I feel like our guest today will want to kind of chime in on some of that. I would imagine they would. Yeah. I I just I don't it's too hot of a topic to not get multiple segments on this program. The way the way that it's affecting my life personally is the chances of uh, Julia Fox coming on How Long Gone have greatly decreased in the last week or so. Well, it's more for me. It's like I'm not being able to find any Balenciaga jackets in my size. So I'm a little more <laughs> – that, that's kind of hitting hitting me. Are you saying Julia's an XL too? That's crazy you would say that. Balenciaga encourages anyone to wear the, their clothing oversized. So I think her and Kanye probably sh- swap pieces. You know what I mean? Oh, that's fun. You, I, I've never really understood the fascination with Julia Fox personally. Like, I don't really know what she's known for exactly. <laughs> Besides being in one movie as, uh, like, is there other stuff I should know about? I think just being a real juicy human being no she's juicy and she's new york to the bone but that's not really enough to get me tapped in yeah well that's i think the problem is is it's not really your flavor you like uh that's true blonde chick going about 105 soaking wet that's pounds not kilograms but i don't like it's not even about that i just you you, you want a chick that's got all the curves of a eight and a half by 11 piece of printer paper chris <laughs> She's this Jason. is this is she Julia Fox. She's a thoroughbred. That's just what it come down to. You couldn't handle a thoroughbred like her. You ain't Kentucky Derby Look, Chris, ready. Chris, 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 Chris. I'm sorry. Neither of us, <laughs> neither you or I, can can hop into a fucking Lambo and you know drive it around the track, hug the corners, do some drifting. Neither of us are going to be able to pull That's that true. off. That's true. But. I'll be able to get a little bit closer than you, Chris. I, I no, that that's I I would agree with you, and I think that you probably, since you've never lived in New York, maybe you find that shtick more charming. What a voluptuous woman! A woman that talks like the guy that you get coffee from at the bodega is not. <laughs> it's not necessarily that appealing to me. Okay, well, how, try this on for size. I've never heard her talk before. 
and I'm a fan. You've seen the the Safety Brothers movie? I fell asleep during Uncut Gems. That was a eh. yeah. No, I understand. I know. I know. If, if everybody would stop acting, but like- I heard she was in it. And also, did you see? Adam Sandler was wearing a sick outfit in that movie. Shut up. He dude. was dressed like Shut the fuck up. I It was like it was like vintage vibes. I, I, <laughs> I think yo, I think it's crazy, but I think Adam Sandler shopping on Depop. Yeah, and that movie, I watched it and I felt like crazy. It was like the camera's moving all over. But yeah, I, I'm what I'm saying is I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she's a very cool, interesting, fun person. I don't know about her acting chops cuz I have not seen her act, but I think the uh, a large reason why a lot of people, you know, whether or not you want to have sex with her or not, is just you know, she a thoroughbred. Not to objectify the her. baby dad thing was really funny. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck, I forgot about that. Coming off the baby dad shaming in straight into Kanye paparazzi photos is a you're having a great week. That's a very cool trajectory. We break it down to build you back up. You have to... No, it's great. You had to crack a couple eggs to make an omelet, and she has a big old bipolar omelet right now that she's going to have to take home in a to-go box, probably, because it's so large. I know. I mean, also, I love Kanye taking her to the Balenciaga store and then to Carbone. I think Kanye is doing Julia Fox role play. He's doing, like, this is the juiciest white chick he's ever had, so he's nervous. He's off of his game. Mm. He doesn't know how to handle something like this. So he's like, uh, I guess I'll, I gotta buy her clothes. Like, maybe he likes doing that because, like, he, he could never take Kim K shopping in, in New York City. Do you think Kanye West has to pay at the Balenciaga store? Do you think they swipe his card or do you think he goes in and walks out whatever he wants and they settle up with Dimna later? I think that he wants to pay. He wants to get his credit card out. I, I agree with you 100%. I, I agree just with you. Just to feel something, you know? I mean, we all shop for different reasons. You know oh, what I mean? That's fuck. just kind of how it goes. That, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, big yeah. fucking facts. But I, speaking of speaking of shopping, I heard that you had some issues at one of your favorite emporiums t- today. Is that true? I'm hot right now, Chris. I'm pissed as hell. Jason was in the group chat absolutely flaming an unnamed streetwear brand for some of their posting today. And... I was like, damn, Jason has time today. Are you okay? And then he told me mm-hmm. that the the Burbank Whole Foods smoothie bar is, is down for construction? Glendale, first of all. And I don't... Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. You know, I don't really have any beef with any streetwear brands. It was obviously my personal issues coming out. And I want to apologize to that unnamed <laughs> brand right now. But... Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for apologizing to that unnamed brand. Chris, I appreciate Chris, it. I did the work. I did the work. You always do. That's what's so great about you, Jason. That's where you're a great friend and business partner. It was it was the Glendale Glendale <laughs> Whole Foods. That was my first mistake. But were you? Was this post? Was this post Equinox too? So you needed the smoothie. This post Tennis. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, of course, of course. So yeah, I, I was feeling a little peckish. I was hungry. I was ready to fuel up with some hemp protein, but God said not today. You know, you know who said no today? Miss Flurona. Because I think it's closed down because of COVID bullshit. I think it, it was a COVID because like early days quarantine on the on the first or th- or second or third clo- closing lockdown. The the smoothie bar was just like yeah we ain't doing it. That's interesting because the the Whole Foods that I go to on on Fairfax that you make fun of and say is shitty is was open for business. There were multiple orders waiting to be filled. That's today. That's today. That's this morning. That's hours ago. The transient Whole Foods that you go to, you know, for the disenfranchised people of Hollywood, (laughs) that location, that's sort of become like the Texas of Whole Foods is it. So you go there because that's the only location who's still maintaining a little something we call, I don't know, freedom. I I think that the right to bear smoothies, the right to eat a croissant that's not in plastic. I don't know for sure. Maybe like because that location, since it is so disenfranchised, their electronic mail system is isn't fully set up yet. So they had to like just the president of Whole (laughs) Foods, Bezos had to write a a letter. They had to do shout out to snail mail. They had he had, <laughs> Bezos had to write an actual letter, no, and send it to that that bitch, store, bitch. And then he just hopes that one of the one of the the guys who picks up the shopping carts finds it and sends it to the manager because they would have no idea that it's time to close the smoothie bar because Miss Florona is Be- here. Bezos is motor Bezos is motorboating titties on a bar on a <laughs> on a yacht in Saint Bart's wearing his Cuccinelli pants with the Casablanca top, looking fit. Woo! 
And I think that the I've also I you know I we don't have to fully get into this because obviously we have a guest today, but I think the the third street location of Whole Foods in L.A. is the worst in the world. I think that is much worse than the the Fairfax location. Yeah, you could be right. You could be right for the for the transient vibe you're going for. If you're if you're feeling transient, I think the third street is is more. Well, you know, I guess maybe it's because because the Glendale one where I cut my teeth, um, and you know, as far as as L.A. Whole Foods is strong Armenian contingency. My brothers uh, now your brothers the Fairfax the <laughs> brothers. <laughs> They're all my OGs. They're all my big bros. I'm their little broski. I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut. <laughs> the the one on Fairfax and Santa Monica, strong Russian contingency. And speaking of nuts, that's one nut I haven't cracked yet. Those are a tough people to come around on you. Uh, look, all I know is that the the beautiful staff of the and I smoke cigarettes. The Fairfax Whole Foods. They know me. They say Chris, very nutritious. I don't even have to. I don't even have to say a word. I could just walk up to the register and and swipe the card. Unfortunately, I've never once been given a free smoothie of any kind. But I feel like that doesn't really happen. It's not a mom and it's not a mom. I, and I feel like that doesn't really happen at Whole Foods. So the most the most I can do is an acknowledgement of my name and my order. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, since you don't have any friends or anything, you need that type of interaction. Don't Bro, you I guys? have no I have no friends. All I do is try to interact with employees behind masks, and it's <laughs> it's it's really taken its toll on me. Okay, well, we should talk about our guest today. Uh, you know uh, Shamir. Shammy. Big Shammy uh, is a singer, songwriter, and actor. He's from beautiful Las Vegas, just like the, just like my favorite band, The Killers. Mm. He's put out a handful of albums, one pretty recently, actually, that was kind of like a departure, and people fucking loved it. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. came out October 2nd, 2020. It's called Shamir. I mean, I was familiar with Shamir from back in the day, I think 2015. Yeah, he had, he had some had big records. Big, yeah, he had some big records. Like a few months ago, he was tweeting something about listening to How Long Gone, and he said that he was listening to How Long Gone, and he gets to... Wait, what? Feel like he's hanging out with white people or something? I don't remember what. Oh he said. shit! Well, Shamir, come hang out with your two favorite white bros right now, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's give this motherfucker a call. Let's give this motherfucker a call. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp, you know, summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent, so. For maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting (laughs) therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. 
I got Raph on the nut dot com <laughs> promo code how long. That's neutrafol.com <laughs> promo code how long. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. <laughs> What's really good? Where are you coming to us live from, Shamir? I'm Philadelphia. I know y'all. Listen, I'm here to fucking. De- I'm here to defend. <laughs> I came out on a mission to defend. Y'all been talking a lot of shit. Shamir, I know you probably know this, but podcasting is basically just talking shit. So if there's certain things you want to discuss off rip, I, go ahead and, and approach the approach the bench and we can discuss. Do not do not come for Orange County today, Shamir, because I have the time. Listen, listen, all I'm saying is just try lightly. You know what I mean? Because I'm a little groggy. Okay. I just woke up from a nap. Okay. I'm, I'm sure you'll be just fine yeah. firing off some mm-hmm. spicy hot. Habanero takes, don't worry. So it looks like you're at the Real Housewives of Philadelphia. That's the staircase where they all come down when they're being presented for the first time. No, I'm in my, I'm in my little South Philly row home. What's up, Point Breeze? <laughs> for our listeners at home, I believe Shamir is doing a gang sign for which area of Philadelphia that he was in. That did you threw up a you threw up a set and people couldn't see that and you knew no one would see it except mm-hmm. us. That's a threat. They're That's what lying. I take that. So They're lying. They're lying. I don't claim Nanset. I ain't claim Nanset. I don't claim Nanset. <laughs> so, well, I, I know that you're from from Las Vegas, mm-hmm. which is obviously insane. Yeah, um, but absolutely. Where, where, where else have you lived? Because ending up in Philadelphia is is a choice that obviously we can't wrap our heads around, and we're going to need an explanation, but. Uh, have you lived in Have you lived in New York and LA, and it just wasn't for you? So what happened was is that I got signed like after graduating high school. Shit, that was um, was that XL? XL, yes. But but I first I first was working with like a smaller label called God Mode. Okay, and then they took over managing and um and produce in producing and um Nick Sylvester who produced the first album and EP and everything. He lived in Williamsburg. So I did live in Brooklyn, but just for three months just to record my album and like I hated it. I, but but well, <laughs> I had a decent time though. Brooklyn does suck. Well, yeah. Of course. I had a decent time though. It was fine because I lived at Silent Barn, which was like actually kind of lit. So you're saying that you like Brooklyn because you were partying a lot. I was not. I was working. Please. Silent Barn <laughs> We're we're all very like we were like poor broke artists like working like trying our best. Mm-hmm. When I was a poor broke artist, I somehow found a way to always scrape together some money for cocaine. But that's just me. I don't I don't know I don't know if that's everybody. You know what I okay. mean? Okay, you know what? Chill. We get it. You're privileged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can always have his mommy send him a little cash app if yeah, he like, if he exactly. needs a bundle. <laughs> All yeah, my mom okay. literally could send me is like Stone says she found it a desert. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so so you so you lived in Brooklyn to make the record, and you were like, I had a good time, but I don't need to live here. I, I'm good. Well, okay, so I ended up moving to Philly and got into the Philly scene because, like, what I didn't like about the the Brooklyn scene is like, like I loved everyone, but I was like the baby. I was like obviously the youngest person I found up at that time. Yeah, yeah, and 
I felt like, like, I just couldn't find, like, any other kids, like, doing, like, what I wanted to do. But, like, in Philly, like, all ages is truly all ages. And, like, I found kids, like, around my age also, like, even younger, like, putting shows together, like, doing, like, what I was, like, doing. Mm -hmm. And long story short, I first came to Philly for the first time to see a band I ended up working with. I ended up, like, managing and, like, like, actually, like, working, working with I like like their music and um, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm in, like I'm in Brooklyn, but like, let me know when you come to like New York. And they was just like, oh, we're playing like Philly. Just like come down to Philly. And I was just like, oh, I guess it is that simple because I just, you know, I didn't know how the East Coast works. So we, you know, we, we played a show there and we were we were both pleasantly surprised. And Jason got so drunk he wouldn't leave. I had to physically drag him out. So he loves Philly. I love the fans. You know what I'm saying? Philly's the place to get like messed up. <laughs> it's like it's 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 kind of a toxic drinking culture but it's also kind of like chill it's not like new york like new york drunk is ugh. yeah the thing i noticed mm. when we went to the philly show and we went early for sound check you know we were there at like five o'clock something like that and the bar was already full of just like guys that are alone drinking a beer just like looking at the tv like yeah <sighs> And that was it. Real East. That's some East Coast. That's some East Coast shit. Yeah. Like the ball. It's like Boston, New York, Philadelphia, like that vibe of like, I go to the bar alone after I clock out and it is depressing to see. What I like about Philly is that it's the perfect combination of like, it's like a Southern East Coast state because like Mm. you still get the Appalachia influence, but then you also get the East Coast influence and it's just Mm. smack dab in the middle for Philly. What are some of your favorite parts about the Appalachian influence, (laughs) Shamir? Believe it or not, y'all, first of all, there's a lot of just like instances of this, like my love for country music, like throughout my entire catalog. But like I, when I started off doing music in general i started off on country music what kind of country music are we talking about big country shamir walks so Lil nas could run is that what's is that what's going on listen i don't even know because no because my words not yours <laughs> no, my no, words no, no, not no, yours because the second that anyone gets a chance to say that shit like they're they're ready they're ready for it listen i little nas don't know who the fuck i am he's too busy being rich first and foremost let's start let's start there mm-hmm. but did i suffer as well yes and I still do suffer, <laughs> yes. you know, and he's suffering and I don't think he's never not going to suffer. Um, so that's that on that. And that's basically why, um, you know, country didn't really work out. I was like at honky tonks, you know, 15 fucking years old, very visibly black and queer. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. And I thought that it would be funny if I sing I'm Still a Guy by Brad Paisley and people are just even more confused. <laughs> but did they... But- <laughs> But I feel like that's the kind of situation where people are like, what the fuck is going on? But I feel like you probably won some people over. No. <laughs> no, no people? <laughs> not, not, in, not in 2010. Not in 2010, 2011. Okay. Maybe uh, now. That's a good point. That's a good point. But back then, they were like, get the Negro off the stage. <laughs> you were swimming up a very strong stream, and it was hard to get over that. At 15, you know, I'm already going through enough. You know, what that's I mean. so impressive, though, be, to be a 15 year old you at a honky tonk in Nevada, in Nevada. And the, this one's from uh, Brad Paisley. And you start playing it. And literally, what did you play? What instrument were you playing? Just like a guitar? Like I a play classic? Guitar. Like... That's like that's still like my main instrument now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying you were it was basically like rocking up to an open mic at a honky tonk with an acoustic. But, yeah, basically. And one time my family came and it was a running joke. In my family, they call me Shammy because, like, the old country as presumably racist host mispronounced my name. They called me Shammy, and it was like, next up, Shammy. And I didn't invite my family to any more of those. I was like, drop me off, drop me off. Well, in the intro, I randomly said Shammy when we were introducing you. So that doesn't reflect well on my level of racism does it yeah okay i i get it i get it y'all are privileged y'all racist like that's why i listen to you like come on but is it but is it racist to abbreviate someone's name i don't i mean i don't think saying shammy that's just like saying my name's jc you know what i mean it's just like shamir is not an ethnic name it's actually hebrew like literally one of the israeli yeah. presidents was named shamir like it's because are you saying are you giving us an exclusive that you're also jewish spiritually maybe i don't know i'm also i'm spiritually jewish no, as actually well. I, I was i was telling my li- i was telling my life partner i was like oh shamir's coming on and she's like shamir israeli you know 
what? I she knew. I think that the Jews are the spiciest of the whites. Like, I think that they're like they're the most seasoned mm-hmm. of the white people. That right, right, right. You know, people think the Italians. First of all, the Italians are racist. I went to Italy and felt like shit the entire time. You know, like I'm sure that there's like, but the entire time, my whole touring crew, because we were we only had one person in our touring crew during that time, mm-hmm. and we were treated like shit the entire time, all four days that we were in Italy. It was just r- racism to like a, a a crazy degree. Yeah, they're 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 known for that. I mean, that's not that is not like a secret by any means. But great food. They're sexy, good food. Yeah, passionate lovers, but. They are racist as a motherfucker, but they make it look good in a weird way. Yeah, no, they make it look fashion. I mean, listen, the food's good. They look great. I love that for them. Uh, (laughs) 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 I... I'm still trying to process you playing a Brad Paisley cover at 15, but we can move on. I mean, we'll we'll talk offline. I think the the Shamir story, Netflix... Chaos. Hulu. Chaos. Chaos. You know what I mean? My mental hospital stints, like, honestly, like, I'll give the rights. Like, okay. I like money. <laughs> uh, we, we, all, we all like money. That's something we can agree on here. Oh, I know. I know. You and I first interacted on Twitter. It was like a couple months ago, something like that. Yeah. What was, your, what was your tweet that you said? I forgot exactly what it was. I said, I'm straight when I'm listening to How Long Gone. And, <laughs> and I think this is a perfect time to, you know, I don't know when this is coming out, but, you know, stream heterosexuality, my next album, my eighth album, my eighth studio album by Shamir, heterosexuality, out February mm. 11th. What's up? Let's go. That's... I'm wearing my Sam Evian shirt. I got a fucking chain on. Like, I'm giving, you know, I watch, like, I listened to the Lena Donham episode and she's just like, I was very happy to just like bro out and like say like this is my bro time like so growing up did you ever have like some real heterosexual bro time part two of the question is your album named after us I will say that y'all definitely like in, yeah influence the album title for, for sure I do this thing first of all I have a lot of like straight friends uh, specifically straight male friends I really only get along with straight guys it's actually really funny hmm. these days like I've been doing this thing where it's just like I've done so many like camp things and like camp looks that like now like kind of like cosplaying heterosexuality has like been like my new favorite like fashion thing lately uh-huh. so like now I, like wear like oversized like long sleeve t-shirts I got like a Harley Davidson Wisconsin shirt mm-hmm. which is like really funny because I wore it out to like hang with like the straight person and it was like our first time hanging out um and he had like picked me up because i can't drive because i am that gay but don't tell nobody um and too gay to drive when he picked me up he saw my harley davidson shirt and he was like he rolled down the window he was like yo i was gonna wear my harley davidson shirt today and I was like, oh no, I kind of fucked up because I'm like, bro, you know, I, I like, I like the level of straight where it's like, it's clear that that was ironic. Mm-hmm. It wasn't clear to him. And that really just set the, the tone of that day. That's the problem with us straights. A lot of us really just don't get it. it you have to really do the extra work. Y'all will get it. Attention. Y'all will get it. Especially Chris. Chris a little fruity. So <coughs> uh, I'm glad we had a clean audio take of Shamir saying Chris a little fruity. You're saying that I'm fruitier than my co-host or just is it not even a comparison? It's just facts. You talk about how sexy or a male in some kind of sexual way like every episode. Listen, I'm a fan. <laughs> you can't. I know everything. We're, yeah, we're not criticizing you, Chris. This is a healthy environment. No, I love that for you. No, like straight, like the, the, the chic straight dude these days are a little fruity. Like I'm saying you're very chic right now. Okay. Well, I accept that. And I am fascinated with the male body because I'm, as I'm on a constant journey to improve mine, I have to look at others and, and understand. No, no, no. You're a handsome dude. I'll give that to you. Oh, <clears throat> well, thank you. I like that. Mm-hmm. Handsome and fruity. The, the new Migos record. <laughs> <laughs> So this is this out. Al- so this album you have coming out February 11th, heterosexuality. Mm-hmm. Is that is it? Are you done or are we in the mixing? Fa- I'm in the middle of this. You're done. You think I'm just talking to y'all for fun? Like, hello, I'm here to promote an album. <laughs> and I said, and I said, if I'm promoting heterosexuality, like, what's the one piece of like thing press like whatever yeah. that I need? And I was like, I told my publicist, I was like, get me on how long gone. Mm-hmm. So you're doing how long gone. You're doing the cover of NRA magazine. You're really covering. I would love, <laughs> imagine me. <laughs> we got to get your little ass on bar stool sports. Cause I'm trying to, 
transition to my country career after this. You know what I mean? Like, I've been writing oh, a bunch of country okay. songs. So, like, you know, like, I feel like this is the nice, like, I'm not, you know, I got a plan. Shamir is strategizing. Mm -hmm. I appreciate your outlook, but I know you like to switch it up. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. do you think... Are you at a point now where the, the fans are down to follow you into the fire? Cre no, no. My career has suffered. Are you kidding? <laughs> are you kidding? I don't know, man. Some people do that. Some people do that. You know, some people get experimental and the fans are down and they follow them. Some people. Some yeah, no. You know, I did it from Jump Street. You know what I mean? Like, I got dropped from my label after one album. Like... So you're saying that no, you, after my debut, you're saying that and that record was like big. I mean, that was like a cool thing. That, it like, was big and I hated it. It was a dark time for myself. You know what I mean? Because I didn't try to be famous. Yeah, but you made I mean, I'm saying, did you hate it because it didn't feel representative of you when it finally came out? Or did you hate kind of the feelings? It didn't feel representative of me. You know what I mean? Like, it's clear that like, you know, everything else I did after that was like more indie rock. Like, I don't want to do like electronic pop music, even though I, I, I liked it, but I didn't want to do that. You know what I mean? Did you mm. subconsciously make it? You know what I mean? Like, did you just... What straight man told you to do this? <laughs> yeah, what straight man forced you to make that? A lot of people know. I'm not naming names. I'm not I'm not even trying to go down that road. That's in the rear view. We're moving forward. Yeah. Into the country world. Okay. Because the country music is on paper the straightest genre. Sure, yeah. But it also is pretty... It's a pretty fruity genre of music when you really think about it, though, right? Yeah, I guess being, like, emo and, like drinking your feelings it's like feels like a feminine trait it does it does. i feel like you really good at using social media and technology to link and build with other people it's the only way i know how to do it because i mean i'm an introvert in real life like i don't know how to do that shit in person <laughs> but good at do i mean and also you're young enough to really just be a part of the internet from from the jump so it's just second nature for you absolutely i think it's a beautiful thing a little bit because yeah. we you know since we're older than you we kind of use social media to uh, like insult people to come on and and i do that too don't get me wrong <laughs> but we we like to use the you know make fun of somebody until they come on our podcast or whatever mm -hmm. no i that works that i i kind of you did i not use that tactic with y'all no you did you beat us at our own game uh, yeah we got shamied yeah, yeah we yeah. got <laughs> you got shamied <laughs> bit yeah that's a good that's for your new reality show also Wait, so like that's what we have to figure out like it's gonna be a reality show or is it like gonna be like you know a, a biopic but i would prefer reality both. shows like i think it, it would be no, like you need both or both yeah like i loved like the concept of like you know a half an hour of me just like crying writing songs in my bed and also like eating in bed we're gonna need to workshop that we're gonna need a little more action okay i, I think we're you're, you're gonna need to get a lot more famous for oh, somebody me, to it will, I, it will hold your attention trust me okay so you're you're a bed eater you be eating in bed absolutely so sorry about it <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because you don't look that sorry. Crumbs, stay in my bed. Did you spend some of your publishing check on the frette or what kind of linens we working with? Because if you're if you're putting no, I always just like get cheap linen and then just like switch out once I'm like done with them. Also, my towels too. One and done. Like you're you're like dip set with boxers. You wear them once and you throw them away, kind of shit. I only try to mostly buy secondhand. This is like literally fake. This is actually from a costume. Like I don't wear chains. I told you I'm trying to like grow it up, but um. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice when you are poor that's what i'm saying like it's kind of sick being poor and famous because like i get free stuff and like i could use come it. on shamir you're not poor and famous you're doing i am poor you're doing, yes, I am. What, what do you come on you're doing okay is is i mean you know i live in south oh now it's cool to live in south philly now 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 no no, no no i never said now anything. i'm not in the gutter with the rat no no no, you know no, no. I, mean? I did not say south philly is nice that is not what i said i just said i feel like you're doing a little better than you're letting on no no i no i am i'm doing better than most don't get me wrong like i haven't worked a day job since i started doing music so that's nice i don't like attention i told you i didn't want to be a star like i really should not be where i am but i'm making the best of what i got you know what so i mean what do you what do you do to come out of your introverted shell when you have to i'm not a great live performer i don't know like you can ask anyone it's a mixed bag you never know what kind of You're like to, to be honest my live show is not so good i i'm honest but ha have you ever had like when you have a moment where you do magically come out like, do you, do you pay attention to what happened in, with those circumstances? You know, not just like, oh, I, I, I took half a molly and now I'm like suddenly a great person. But like, was there something going on in your brain, in your life, in your body at that time that made you come out and be a little more extroverted? I mean, that's why it's like, I mean, these days, like doing, the, doing like my first album when I was doing like the more like, like electronic pop stuff, like. I would just like completely disassociate and hop on stage and do whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And that was like obviously debilitating to my mental health. 
And then so when I was like, okay, I can't do that anymore. And then also like I have to play guitar, so I can't just like disassociate. Mm. Then it just kind of like I think it just like really made people uncomfortable because I'm just like on stage screaming mm. like I'm Courtney Love. <laughs> I-, I love an artist that okay. is a dice roll when you go see them. <laughs> That's me. That's me. You never know. <laughs> it just depends on the vibe. Is this going to be magic? Is this going to be a meltdown? Like, is it going to be name calling? Like, you just never. No, I'll finish the show. Don't get me wrong. I'm not <laughs> trifling. So you'll you'll, you'll finish. The, not you'll finish the show, but it just might not be great for the audience. Yeah. We'll give them their money's worth. And I and I make peace with that. I'd rather give you something true. Most of the time when you have a, a wild card, loose cannon performer like that, it, drugs are usually involved. Does that come into play for you in your life, Shamir? No, I just drink a lot. Like, I count on my hands <laughs> how many times I've, like, played a show without drinking first. I'm the same way when I do my live podcast. Yeah, when we were on tour, Jason was... Uh, I mean, I've known Jason for a very long time, and I know that Jason likes to get lit, but Jason's a big, stoic guy. Like, you can never really tell when he's fucked up. Mm-hmm. On on tour, might have been the first time I ever was like, damn, Jason is fucking twisted right now. And it's 1130, and we're back in an Uber <laughs> back to the hotel. I mean, it looked good. Is it nerves, or do you, or is it just, like, fun? Both. <laughs> well, uh, for me, at an early age, I, I realized that myself that wasn't doing so well with you know getting sex or fun or friends or whatever if i put some alcohol on there then some doors opened up it was i I was a i was a a version of myself that was more that did better just socially actually yeah it's it's easier for me to be like yeah social when i've had a couple drinks in me was certainly funnier but you get stupider are you okay with being stupider? No, I'm actually smarter. All right. I'm actually smarter. Okay. So mm-hmm. after you finish half a bottle of Tito's, you somehow get smarter is what you're saying? I've all drank like Irish people, <laughs> straight Irish people. <laughs> straight, straight Irish people. Mm-hmm. So you have a high tolerance for alcohol. Absolutely. So much to the point where you need to drink just to get to the smart level. Most people do the opposite. Like last night was like the first time that I went out and casually like had some drinks with someone. Cause you know, Amarion is out here crip walking through these streets and <laughs> you know, I don't want to get, cause I might have to go on tour. They might cancel it. Who fucking knows? But like, I don't want to get like sick before tour. So mm-hmm. it was my first time like going out and you know, that's the thing about me. It's like, I'm not an alcoholic though. Like I can go like days, sometimes weeks without like drinking. And like, that was like the case but my first time back, I had like three um, ciders, um, a whiskey, ciders, a Buffalo Trace, and um, <laughs> Buffalo and Trace, and a Buffalo not Trace. Buffalo Trace. <laughs> Listen, damn, you really are a country they, girl. First, God damn it! First of, first of all, they were out of uh, Bullet Bourbon, and that's why I had to settle for that. Um, <laughs> Bullet Bourbon is the Philly of bourbons. That's true. That's that's what's on my writer. And then also had a shot of tequila. Okay. And that was just like, that was just like chill. Like I wasn't even, I was just like fine. Like I wasn't even like drunk. That was just on your little Wednesday night bullshit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know. Okay. So I think that the drinking and the eating in bed, Mm -hmm. there's some through lines there, Uh at least in my. Illness. Yeah. At least in my life. Obviously the best time to eat in bed is when you're in a hotel room and you don't have to deal with the problem the next day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like how do you, how do you set it up? Do you have like a ritual of how you do this eating in bed? Because I'm only asking because Chris probably finds it to be one of the more revolting ideas. Right, Chris? No, I never feel good in the moment, but I feel (laughs) at peace. You know Mm. what I mean? Sometimes that's more important. Sometimes that's more important. The world around you stops spinning and it's just you and that bed and that nice 12-inch hoagie, right? (laughs) Exactly. Well, okay. I don't know if you noticed when I said I drink ciders, but, you know, I'm gluten intolerant, so... (laughs) I should have read between the lines, Shamir. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shamir, I apologize for my friend. He's not he's not very nice to, to certain communities and one of those is, is, is the gluten free community. Is that do you think that'll happen one day, just as an aside, when they say like, oh that well, you can't say that person's an AA, you have to say they're what, like friend of John or something? Are like you that? saying it's gonna be LGBTQ plus GF? Yeah, the plus is for gluten free plus is for gluten free. Yeah, it's gonna be like, oh don't not not for Shamir. He's Cider drinker, and they're like, "Oh, oh I'm, sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm sorry." Yeah, like a friend of Dorothy. Yeah, mm-hmm. a friend of Dorothy. Right, 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 right. That's what it is. Yeah, that's really. Funny. I hate that for. I really do hate it for me. Like, I wish I. I wish that wasn't the case. It is so like it's lame. I'm not proud of it. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> but also, I like not having the bubble guts every damn second. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. And I'm, I'm sure the skin is much more on fleek without all that gluten in you, right? Oh, yeah. And I stopped smoking cigarettes. And I actually, in my skincare routine, I like aged like 10 years like back. You look great, I got to say. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't look a day over 15. <laughs> how much How much moisturizing are you doing? Are you just slathering it on? Or is it? These days, because it's so, you know, the, the winter, mm. you know. And I have combination skin. So it's oily in the <laughs> summer, flaky in the winter. Yeah, same, same. I know. That's we we suffer out here in the LA desert. It's tough to it's tough to stay moisturized here. Jason knows. You know, I I'm from Nevada. I'm from Las Vegas. Oh, that's right. So so when you go back to Las Vegas Horrible. Assuming that you <laughs> yeah. do, maybe you don't go back. Do you really try not to, or is it just like you go does your family visit you? Yeah, I mostly just go for family. And then sometimes family will visit me out here, yeah. You don't go there to see Lil John? Cool. <laughs> if Lil John's at Aria, you don't go fly out for that. You know, locals don't go to the strip. The fuck. Oh, here we. Damn, he's about to Vegas. Jason spent a lot. Of- about to be on some Vegas shit now. There's a really good Thai food spot just four miles out of town. Oh yeah, I know you love foodie. I'm a little bit of foodie too. I do like a food. Yeah. In and out of the bed. Well, can you cook though? Mm-hmm, yeah, I cook. Yeah. What kind of? What's your specialty? Let's say you got a nice little ting coming over for the first time. <laughs> you know, it's about to be toppy season. What's the meal? <laughs> That Chef Shamir is whipping up. I just made um butter. I, I posted it on my Instagram. I just made butternut scotch soup, okay. which is like really funny because I realized that like the meal ended up accidentally been vegan. Oops. Because like Uh-oh. I ended up using Earth Balance. Earth Balance. Damn, that used to be mm. running through my thick veins back when I was a little vegan. But I'm not <laughs> vegan. I just like sometimes like like to use like Earth Balance and then like just the, the meal ended up just been vegan. So I thought that was funny. That's just the country in you. Guess so. Yeah, the cowboy. So when you go back to Vegas, <laughs> you go back, you just mo- mostly just hang out with your family at the house. And my best friend. My best friend since eighth grade still lives out there. Why Why do they live in Las Vegas still? Is that a choice or are they in jail? God, God damn it. <laughs> uh, I guess it, it's obviously a choice. Uh, a victim A victim of circumstance, let's say that. Sure. Okay. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's, but I mean, a lot of people I know are moving to Vegas. Yeah, because Vegas is low-key popping out it trust me when i was growing up in north las vegas mm-hmm. it, it was not looking like how it's looking now you know what i mean they're like actually building things now we got damn steve aoki living there doing fucking backflips into a ball pit and racing katie perry katie perry lives there too she got a residency once you get the residency you got to stay close i mean you yeah. can't you know if you're doing it every night but i think that the I think a lot of people live there, guys, for tax evasion purposes. Of I don't course. think it's really about the about the nightlife. I think you live there for the tax cuts, and then also if you're the type of person that's always traveling to where you're never home anyway, then then that kind of is like a good little hub. Yeah, it's a great place. Just like Miami, to just like chill or retire. Like, I definitely want my so like long term goal. Like, if um I make another like steady. Like on the regular level bag. For our listeners at home, that was that was Shamir's breakout single. Oh, for people who don't if you know if you know, if you don't, you don't if you don't get the vibe, you get the vibe, you know what I mean? But if I get like another like bag like that, like steady bag like that, then my like long, big long term goal is to buy a house in the middle of Nevada, like in a little literal middle of nowhere Nevada, like not even like mm-hmm. Las Vegas or even like in the greater Las Vegas limits. Build it out as a studio for like bands to go and like record like kind of like kanye and like wyoming vibes like rick rubin and malibu kanye exactly in, in wyoming okay exactly that's a good do you have a name for this place already i don't know like the ratchet ranch or something i don't know because <laughs> <laughs> i know you know rick rubin is called shangri-la and you're over here acting like oh well, i don't know just off the top of my head the ratchet ranch <laughs> yeah the ratchet ranch now booking for 2023 you guys let me know <laughs> Yeah, i mean just like the bunny ranch what happened to the bunny ranch are they still tricking off over there oh, no oh no <laughs> Can you send me a gear list for the Ratchet Ranch? I kind of need to check what the SSL is looking like. If you it's just literally going to be a single PreSonus um, <laughs> audio box. And what is this? A Shure 50, 58. Yeah. 58. That's what How Long Gone uses as well, Shamir. Oh, sick. See? It's a That's tried right. and true. That's right. Yeah. When Unknown Moral Orchestra was on the pod, he was sort of, I like we, we both liked how open he was about that type of stuff drugs alcohol sex whatever it is and i feel like you are another person who kind of appreciates somebody who's just like really open and honest about these things mm-hmm. yeah have you always been like that your entire life i gotta because like look at me mm-hmm. what am i hiding 
you know what I mean? I'm already just like by the virtue of like who I am and like what I look like, I'm already vulnerable. So like, why do I feel like anything is like precious? And you were and you were like this your whole entire life? I believe so. Yeah. I think it's also I think another thing has to do is just like I was raised by clan of uh, female Virgos. And I think that you just can't be fake. You can't lie. It's just impossible. The, the female Virgos can read you. Yeah. And they hate to be lied to. Interesting. So. We're, we're male Virgos. What does that mean? That's crazy. You know, I don't know many male Virgos, actually, if I'm being honest. I mean, I don't know many Virgos in general. I think the only male Virgo that I know that I haven't even met IRL yet. Like, we, we became um, pandemic homies, but, like, Ben Lee. So, Aust- Australian singer-songwriter Ben Lee. Shout out to the pandemic homie Ben Lee. Forgot about him. <laughs> yeah. Did you make a lot of pandemic homies? Yeah. I worked on a track for his next record. I was going to ask you though: Are you are you like a songwriter guy? Mm-hmm. Do you want to do that? Or yeah, is that, yeah. I've do. done I don't, okay, I've done okay. a couple things, but I'm like not because you know I live in Philly too. I'm not like session every week ass person. <laughs> I don't want to be like if you want me, you want me. You know where I'm at. Like a little session every week ass person. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get you out to L.A. here, Shamir. I'm gonna, you know, go. We got to get you in the lab with Kenny Beats. You smoke weed? <laughs> I can't anymore. I'm bipolar. Okay, so was there there was a yeah. moment where you could smoke weed and then the doctor said not a good idea. It's a moment where I probably shouldn't have been, but like you know, but I'm just like ugh, I'm tired of having episodes. Uh, you were chief and big, and it was triggering. Yeah, yeah. But 2019 was my stoner year, man. Like <laughs> I I did a cross country trip with two with two straight homies. They were cousins. They were they were my fucking uh, recording engineers, and we just like hopped in a fucking Prius. This sounds like this sounds like a porn, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> me and two guys named chad hotboxed a prius somewhere in nebraska and then we got to eiffel tower in <laughs> things got fucking crazy that starbucks parking lot in nebraska it was a movie <laughs> the bubble finally pops it had to happen it'd been pent chad up could since- feel it i could feel it other chad number two could feel chad it, could feel it. <laughs> other other chad could feel it <laughs> Stop. Anyway, lots of country music, lots of weed. I've never done country and weed. It's kind of a vibe. I feel like that shit, that song about like lakes really starts hitting. Like, damn, they really did drive this old damn truck down to the lake. God damn. Anyway, I say all that to say is that to get through that, um, Uh I would like wake up, they would like get ready for the drive, and then I would like down five, like, 20 25 milligram gummies like just to start the day so you said just to deal with that and that is a thing that you wanted to do drive across country with two of your friends you know i mean road trips are tough even with your bestie i told you it was my stoner era will i do that again no you know i had like that moment i'm good i feel like the only way you survived is making sure that you didn't get behind the wheel when you're gone off 100 milligrams for breakfast. Didn't I just say I can't drive? Thank God you're too gay to drive. Yeah. <laughs> you saved everyone. Yeah. Damn, they brought... They, that's called dead weight on a road trip. The, somebody who can't drive, that's fucking crazy. Okay, but I knew where everything was because I'd done the most traveling. So that's what I provided. Thank you. See, this gen- this generation's got me fucked up, man. All this edible. In my day, we would bust down a Swisher like a real man. I'm a millennial. I'm a young millennial. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. Grandpa's rolling up that old Swisher. You got old man Swisher hands. Yeah. <laughs> so you, at a moment, was it you that made the decision or was it? When I had my last breakdown at the end of 2019, I had to go back to the hospital under my mother's care. I was like, I can't trust the adults around me to <laughs> help me when I'm, I'm suffering mentally. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I have to like be strict because like... I haven't been in a hospital all since. That's been nice, I guess. But also, like, spiritually, I'm dead. <laughs> what does a breakdown look like for you? Well, the last one, what happened was, is that um, I got triggered off of, like, three edibles. Light work. Light work right, for you. Which is, like, light nothing compared to, like, what I was doing. Light work for me. Depending on what you got in the stomach, you know, it can hit you sometimes. True. But we've established that I like to eat. <laughs> there was a good base. There was a good base. <laughs> God, Jason. I actually took a after eight. So you had this, you had the sweet green, and then you were like, "Let me pop a couple Eddies." No, not a sweet green. That's really gonna fuck you up. Okay, I had, I had, I, had, I went 
to a place called I went to a place called Hush Puppies in Las Vegas. Okay, um, that's it's in like the real base. Southern food. That's the base. That's what I'm saying. I'm not out here sweet greeted like. That would kill you, of course. Sweet green, the edibles hit you more. He yeah. needs some smothered and covered biscuits and gravy, all kinds of shit like that. And that's what I did. And mm-hmm. I took it before an Iron and Wine concert. <laughs> Iron and Wine? Hold on. Why the fuck would you? Damn, Shamir, you're really out here. I got to say. <laughs> I'm the whitest guy you've ever met. I don't even fuck with Iron and Wine. I don't I even fuck with Iron, Iron and Wine. I love Iron and Wine. It was actually, it was Iron and Wine Calexico. Listen, and I felt it. <laughs> I was so high. I felt I literally was like, I saw God. And then I had an episode and I like my family couldn't find me for like two days because like I was like Jesus walking like two days straight around Las Vegas, just like walking into my like feet. Whoa. So the one black guy at the Iron and Wine concert (laughs) just goes straight out. Beto O'Warwick was in the audience that night, too. Who? Beto O'Rourke. Okay. Beto? Yeah, his dumbass would like iron and wine. I'm not surprised. That's why he ain't that's why he ain't mm-hmm. the president. Yeah. And you and you would just I mean you you got so high you saw God and then something just snapped and then usually I mean that's happened to me before, but like once the once the THC sort of wears down out of my system and I digest it, then I can kind of go back to normal. But you, the plane never landed. Not for me, depending on like my mental state. Okay. Uh, and then when you're in that state walking around are you, do you have any recollection of that? Or you're just like. Here and there, it feels like a semi vivid dream. You know what I mean? Like trying to remember a dream, you can get little parts of it, but not the whole thing. Exactly. Damn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. That's rough. You know what? I'm, I, don't, I don't really. I mean, that's why, I, that's why, you know, I'm such an advocate for like mental health because like, I think my mental illness has just made me like such a stronger, like more well rounded person and just like have more tools than like most like mm-hmm. i don't take any of that like in vain like i don't look at it as like bad like could i've gone without it sure it makes you a more interesting person i i think it's providing me with a lot of tools and it makes me uh, yeah, interesting like mental illness is in now it's chic i know <laughs> can you listen to iron and wine now or is that a trigger absolutely and i still see god <laughs> <laughs> damn bro <laughs> so it's gotten better it's elevated iron and wine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to it to a new level of music a, a, he's a deity basically to me we gotta get iron and wine on the pod and then we'll link with you would you ever do like a little collab song with iron and wine absolutely i would do anything i would suck sam's dick i don't care like does <laughs> a dog have fleas shamir says so shamir you you are a, a mental health advocate and you are probably well versed in mental health mm-hmm. what type of mental health issues do you think chris and i have as a podcast listener what could we work on for ourselves in 2022 i don't know <laughs> <laughs> as a mental health advocate i just, you know i rule number one don't take like unprofessional unsolicited like fucking advice like don't see <laughs> professional course. even though i do want to retire as a therapist so you know hit me up in like 20 years okay shamir let's just say as a fun little game <laughs> what <laughs> What? How? How would you prescribe us as somebody who's listened to hours of how long gone? I don't know. I never. I don't. When I'm listening to y'all, it's like really like head empty vibes. Like I don't really <laughs> think about it. it that deeply. Great, great, good, good to hear. No, I understand. But you, you like head it. empty vibes sometimes, though, right? It's rare that I get to feel that. Like it's like y'all, Emily and Paris. Like very few things can like Bitch. give me that peace. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am hot and well dressed, just like Emily and Paris. That's so true. I thank you for making that comparison. Interesting. Yeah. That no, literally, Emily and Paris like cured my depression both times. See, Jason, you should watch Emily and Paris. You stop being so sad. I ain't depressed. <laughs> what about Emily in Paris cured your depression? I okay. So when the first season came out uh, in 2020, I was in the midst of like my self-titled out my seventh album cycle, and that was like my most popular basically since my debut. We saw the review. We saw the reviews, Chief. We know it was it was it was making the rounds. But I'm saying all that to say is that it was self-release, of self-managing, I was self-doing everything. So mm-hmm. it was just like a lot. You ain't got a you ain't got a manager. You got a manager now. I've been self-managing since 2019. Okay. Well, let me know if you want to talk deal points later. But go ahead. Wait. What? No. I just sometimes it's nice to bounce ideas off someone. I have Jason, my partner. I don't mm-hmm. know if you have. I don't know if you have someone that you're able to. Yeah, the voices in my head. Talk- <laughs> 
Are your vo- other voices in your head old and white though? Didn't think so. Sometimes. You got a lawyer though, Shamir? Yeah, I got a lawyer, yeah. Yeah, that's more important than any of that shit anyway. Lucky. That's, yeah. that's what the real heads know. Real heads know. Yeah. So, my I'm lawyer sorry. is the only person on my team who's like been there since day one. You fought you you fired everybody else. Everybody left me after I lost my mind. Are you kidding? <laughs> they didn't they didn't really? I would just wait it out. Like what's the big deal? <laughs> a little bit of both. Some firing, some like, oh, he's crazy. Oh, my God. But you have a you had a big dog manager at some point, I imagine. I don't think I've ever had, like, a big dog manager. Okay. I thought maybe... Because sometimes that happens when things get hot early. Everybody's sniffing around. All of a sudden, you're like, why is Irving Azoff managing Shamir? And it's like, I don't know if this is working. I think if I had a big dog manager, like, me losing my mind wouldn't, like, be a thing. Because, like, big dog managers are used to that shit. You know what I mean? That's that's true. No, you're right. Absolutely. When mm. when Bono disappears for a couple days, you know what I mean? We just... We're going to wait for Bono to call yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anyway, what was I talking about? So you're talking about Emily in Paris and how it saved your life. Oh, Emily. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Busy time for me, even though I was in lockdown. And the only thing that was keeping me sane was when Girlfriends got put on Netflix. Great program. And, like, yeah. That was, like, the only thing that was, like, providing me peace because I live alone, too. So, like. You didn't have any girlfriends that were there through thick and thin. Didn't have no girlfriends. You know what I mean? Wow, even Chris knows the song? Girlfriends is great. It's, It's like if Friends was good. You, yeah, you know, exactly. It, it's like the best. That's the only difference. Well, Tracy, you know I'm a Tracy Ellis Ross guy, Jason. You know After I'm. the story, I have to tell you my Tracy Ellis Ross at Erewhon story. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Perfect for us. That's yeah, a Chris yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is so, yeah, when I, when I finished it and I realized that because of the writer's strike, it ended unresolved, I was spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> I said no. This is the only thing that bought me peace. I was fucking spiraling. I'm like, what am I going to do? So that greatly affected your mental health. Yes. And I was like, I need something to like calm me down because like I'm like just inconsolable right now. <laughs> Indisposed. Emily Paris had just came out and I was just like, sure, let's try it. This seems stupid because I like to watch stupid things. But this, because normally sometimes it can get my brain turned off, but like not to the point that Emily Paris was able to do it. <laughs> I felt immense peace. Like when I tell you that it was just like a complete 180 as far as like my mood after binging it in one day, <laughs> the first season. I mean, I binge both seasons. And I think it's medicinal. No wonder you're eating in bed, doing doing a whole season in one day. Absolutely. You got the bed pan out. I like it. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know Uh-oh. we pissing in jars baby <laughs> no that's one thing that i won't do like i hate i don't understand why people do that like oh my god go to the bathroom that is the one thing i won't do is collect jars of urine in my bedroom you don't you don't drain the lizard in the mountain dew bottle after you finish no, it oh we've established <laughs> that i'm not actually straight like come on <laughs> <laughs> What about because you said like you have no problem watching dumb shit mm-hmm. is it because emily in paris is a dumb shit show that thinks it's being a smart and witty and, and well done show. Is that what, is that the trick about it? Yeah, I like it and I just get it. And I had a French ex and I spent a lot of time in France and I kind of really empathize okay. with the Emily character as well. I felt like that dumbass American bitch mm-hmm. at one point. We all, we all have. We all have. We all have. So it touched. Mm-hmm. It's relatable. Jason doesn't um, get to Europe yeah. very often, so he doesn't really, he can't really relate. You know what I mean? I don't know shit about Paris, bro. I mean, I still call it Paris. <laughs> okay, let's hear this Tracy Ellis story at Erwan. Oh my God. Okay. So one of my, one of my old, like my old day to day manager, Lived right, like, walkable distance by the one um, on Beverly. Mm-hmm. And I would go to that one, like, all the time. And at one point, we were just, like, sitting outside, like, having our lunch. And Tracy Ellis, like, walked out with a cart full of shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's, money. like, money. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. such a power move. Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. she was shopping like it was food for less. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah. So you you had you spent your seventeen dollars on some buffalo cauliflower that left you wanting more. On some literally gluten free like sushi, you know. And what I mean? And she came out like, dropped nine hundred forty eight dollars on her. She had the vitamins groceries. too. When you're really Rats. balling, you're buying vitamins at Erwan. That's when you really got paper. No, when you're really balling, you're buying fucking paper towels and yeah, dish that's soap true. And that's shit. true. That's true. That's yeah, true. paper towels. Yeah, exactly. That's like the vibe. That was like the vibe. And I was obsessed and like, we just had like this moment where like she walked out and we like locked eyes and like, 
And it was just like, yeah, we're like two black people at Air One mm-hmm. right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a feeling I'll never get to feel. Yeah, no, it's this one's for us. That's the launch set. You know what I mean? And so I've always kept that story with me. And we actually have a mutual. Okay. And I was like in an Uber with that mutual. And I was like, yeah, no, like we had a moment. Like, I wonder if she like remembers, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if it's like a misconnection like situation. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so he's like, oh, I'll text her right now. So he texted her. And the response was like, I mean, she didn't remember me, but I think the response was even more perfect. She goes, you know, I'm so sorry to say I don't remember, but I do love Erewhon. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Tracy right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that now she'll remember you forever. You know, you bonded in a different way. Yeah, that's like when you when when I see the one guy at Roscoe's and we lock eyes, and he has that little like help me look in his eyes, and I'm like, it's not me, bro. Jay, this happens to Jason when he sees other big white guys with their Asian girlfriends, and they they, they, they lock eyes. They you stay lock away eyes. from Brooklyn, huh? <laughs> They lock eyes and they're like, God damn it, you too, bro. They got you. Yeah, I, I say, I, I say like, oh, I don't go across the bridge whenever I'm in Manhattan <laughs> because it for like, oh, I don't want to take the train or whatever. You know, Uber's too much. But it is because there's so many tall white guys with Asian girlfriends over there and I can't be seen around that. Yeah, he, he, he can't go to a, a he can't go to a popping restaurant in Williamsburg without running into some of his brethren. And he does feel some embarrassment. They, they want to dap me up in the foyer. What do you feel about? Like, why don't you feel like, oh, these are like my people? Because I've been doing it since before it was cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now these mo- these that's the these young bulls trying to come through. This is so racist. I can't. <laughs> no, it's not. This is, this is, not, like, this is just real talk, bro. Before it was popular. <laughs> that because he's the OG, what's racist bro? about but that? I'm about- just saying. I've been I've been doing things to POCs way, way before the Instagram infographics told us to. I'm a motherfucking ally and I don't do it because other people tell me to. I do it because it's in my heart. That's why. That's that's right. Jason does. Jason has been supporting the AAPI community for years with his wallet and his heart. But I think that the reason he doesn't the reason he doesn't bang with these fellas is because he's alpha. He's taller than them, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there's an alpha vibe where they feel intimidated in a way that he likes. Gets him a little chubby. Yeah, it makes me feel like Suge Knight of fucking Asian hoes. <laughs> Wait, how tall are you? Because I know you're like hella tall. Six nine. You're lying. Is that even possible? Dead ass. I'm, it is possible. It's the only good thing about him. Mm, that's that's kind of sick, honestly. Yeah, it is kind of sick. Thank you. How tall are you, Shamir? 510 a very average vibey situation that's cool do you say six feet on your baseball card or you stick with 510 510 i'm I'm literally 510 even like so the new album when's the new album coming out february 11th february that's right around valentine's day damn okay i don't think it's a valentine's day album but sure (laughs) okay so it is called heterosexuality Mm-hmm. What do we have to look forward to? Why are we saving it on our Spotify? Because I make up music. I don't know. Like, is it country? Is it drum and bass? It's like um, industrial vibes. Industrial? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you say industrial, are we talking like ministry, Atari Teenage Riot? Did y'all not hear any of my singles? This is so unprofessional. <laughs> you know how much music I have? To- we don't. We talk about everything but the music. Yeah, we don't care about. We don't care about, about, we don't care about music. <laughs> We're here to talk about what you fucking ate in bed. That's what I want to talk about. You think I give Clearly. a fuck about your little music? Uh, I'm here to hear about Emily in Paris. <laughs> so get the hell out of here. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, I made it with my friend because because honestly, I didn't come on this podcast to like really talk about it that deeply. <laughs> I already had. I've done like okay. five interviews where I actually like seriously like talked about it. Just this week. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Go to like the stereo gum interview that I did or something. Like, no, you're right. You're right. You're right, Shamir. You're right. Like I came on this show to talk about what I eat in bed and like Emily Paris as well. All right. Well, we'll stop. Heterosexuality in stores February 11th. The stream it. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's, it's vibes. <laughs> when somebody asks me, I can't wait to just be like, what's the album? It's good. I don't know. Just fucking listen to it, loser. Tell me about your new album. I'll check. You know, I do, I, I do check stereo gum because I'm a 39-year-old white guy. So that's no problem for me. Sick, yeah. And right now, one of your singles is slowly being faded up with Ableton Live into the interview. Oh, baby! I guess my third single will be out by then, so you got to do reproductive. Well, this this is coming out. This is coming out tomorrow. Oh, did I? you actually do it next day? Yeah, this ain't this ain't a game. I didn't realize the turnaround was that quick. That's so crazy. Why do y'all? That actually sounds stressful to like release and like do the interview in tandem. It's less stressful for Chris than it is for me, but. 
<laughs> but it's not that bad. I like it. It's good to edit. I like editing as soon as we finish because everything's still fresh on the brain. Yeah, I like to hear that the conversations are actually fresh because you hear so many like other like podcast interviews where it's just, like oh, you yeah, can tell yeah, that yeah. it was like you know a week ago or some shit. They're over here. So like, what are you doing for Christmas, Shamir? And you're like, come on, bro. Yeah, come yeah. On, bro. <laughs> we, we can do better. Uh, no, Shamir, it's really been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you're you're. This is going into how long gone Hall of Fame. I can already tell. Stop. Really? That is no. Because like, don't fuck with me. Because that's like literally what I wanted. Like, I mean, no, what, once I go through with the Ableton and I do my little TJ them jeans remix. <laughs> but no, you gotta play cisgender because I guess that's like the most recent. And, like,